Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, we're going to dive into where the CBA stands right now in baseball, what's happening in baseball, and benchmarks to look forward to as we ramp back up for what hopes to be the start of the season. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. That's right, every day. You can listen to the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, granted, the baseball season is not in action, not even close yet as they're in a lockout. So our MLB section of the network is down to three shows a week. But this week, you'll be having three shows plus some weekend bonus fun as well. Uh, and then back to the three shows until the ramp up of the actual season. Uh, now, but across the network, though, the rest of the calendar is in season, including the NFL. So we'll get daily Chiefs content every single day, locked on Chiefs, but also locked on insert college team, locked on Mizzou, doing a great job five days a week, talking about Mizzou uh, athletics. And locked on NBA, locked on NHL, everything you need. They got it for you. And even baseball, folks, locked on MLB for the national perspective of baseball. Go check it out. Over on the Lockdown Podcast Network, we're going to make the leap to YouTube this week, so that'll be very exciting, very fun. Our first YouTube video will be our first season projection for the, for the uh, Royals this season, so that'll be a lot of fun. Of course, we're going to project it the best we can with the information we have right now, but a lot of that can change. That's why it's our first and not our last, because uh, a lot of stuff will change between now and whenever it is that we start baseball season. Now, on that front, we're going to be three days a week until... We get to spring training, get to baseball season. When is baseball season? Well, the owners and the players are going to meet on Thursday around noon. I believe that's noon Eastern time in Orlando. And discuss things. I I think that this lockout has been a bit of a roller coaster, but a kiddie roller coaster. What I mean by that is not good, right? Because throughout this entire lockout, pretty much everybody, and I mean everybody, will tell you the negative perspective of it and will have these negative thoughts on the uh, on the lockout. But there was some traction a couple weeks ago where you thought, hey, maybe we're getting somewhere. Maybe we're, we're clicking up the tracks, right? If you've ever been to Disney World... It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's like, yeah, you're on a roller coaster. You're clicking up a mountain in the dark, and then all of a sudden you get whooshed down. But that whoosh is like a foot, right? You start clicking up, yeah, you know, maybe there's going to be season on time. Maybe the spring training will not be delayed. And then whoosh, we're right back down to that negativity, right back down to everything is a disaster. The sky is falling. The sport is dead. And I think it's somewhere in the middle. Pitchers and catchers were were supposed to report this week. Didn't happen. Rob Manfred and 
the baseball ownership group says that spring training will start on time. There are some people in spring training complexes right now, and those are minor league players who are still there. The minor league season is not to be affected. But we're getting very close to doomsday scenario. Because unless something miraculous happens, and unless tomorrow at, say, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., heck, at this rate, it'd have to be like 5 p.m., we get a Jeff Passan, Kansas City legend alert that says that the two sides have reached an agreement. We're missing a lot of games. A lot of games. Because in my opinion, it would be silly for either side, the owners or the players, to back down after just a few missed games. To back down after a week or two weeks of missed games. Once you've gone that far, once you start to put it on the table, you can't back down. Because that benefits nobody. Not even the fans. Because if you make the move to cancel games... There is a subsection of fans, both casual and diehard. Yes, that's right. Diehard fans who've been around for strike after strike, they're getting kind of sick of this. They're getting kind of sick of the direction of the baseball game as a, as a whole. They're getting kind of sick of the lockout every time they turn around. They're getting kind of sick of missing out on games. Getting kind of sick of this being the third season, fourth season, fifth season in a row that you know the asterisks will be there after the year's over. This time it's a lockout year. Before it was a COVID year. And last year, we missed some, some time due to COVID as well. You had the Astro stuff. It's getting kind of old, fast. Seeing baseball be ran by people who don't like baseball, right? Like, if they don't like baseball, why would you like baseball? And if we've learned anything from the TV ratings, even the NBA Finals having a huge dip in ratings in the bubble and uh, and outside of it, last year with the Bucks and the Suns especially, it's that people move on pretty quick. If you disrupt their routine, they find a new one. So whenever it's announced that this sport will miss games and reschedule games or postpone games or have a new format for one year, there will be a rush to cancel your MLB.TV subscriptions, to turn in your fan card, and to change your routine. And you're not getting many of those people back, if any. At least not anytime soon. So if you cancel games for the sake of one week or two weeks, you've accomplished nothing and ruined everything. You've saved yourself a penny if you're the owners. You've made yourself a penny if you're the players. And you've lost yourself a portion of a fan base. That was trending in the right direction for the first time in a long time. And the reason that I sit here on February 17th and February 16th and tell you that... We're getting close to uh, the point of no return whenever April is still a couple months away. The benchmarks and the layouts do not make sense for when this deal will have to happen and to be not not miss games. It pretty much comes down to Thursday. We're going to talk about that coming up and why that is. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar. It tastes just like a candy bar. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order. It's that time of year where you pretty much give up on your New Year's resolutions usually, but not this year. And that's because of Built Bar. Folks, we're all trying to eat right, be better about those sort of things, lose weight, things like that. I'm trying as well. And the reason I have not given up yet is because of because of Built Bar. Built Bar is good for you. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. 
Most bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is usually around 240 calories, about 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. Belt Bar works fantastic to help satisfy your hunger, to get you ready for pre- or post-workout, or even as a meal replacement or a snack. It's fantastic. And the reason they help me so much is not just their incredible taste with 100% chocolate on the outside, but it's because of the variety. Most of the time, eating healthy means repetition. You have the same chicken and rice every single meal. You have the same this or that every single meal. But with with Built.com, you can go there and find all these options for Built Bars, and you can find flavors that are brand new every single day that just they churn out left and right new flavors, and also get yourself a variety box and cycle through flavors that taste good for you, and also change up your, your palate so you don't get bored of doing the right thing. It always tastes great. There's always ways to mix it up like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate, cookies and cream, normal cookies and cream. They have orange. They have everything you can want. Mint brownie, everything you can want. Coconut almond crisp, chocolate chip cookie dough, everything you can want at built.com. With limited time only flavors coming out each and every day. So what you have to do is go to built.com and whenever you do, you'll be presented with this beautiful website with ben, with Built Bar. Right now, their limited time only flavor is mint marshmallow, which is in these puffs that just taste so good if you're into that. They have strawberry, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, churro, ruby chocolate, lemon dip cheesecake, which I find incredible, white chocolate cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. They have so many to choose from, salted caramel, cherry barcia, Double chocolate. They just, it's just incredible, folks. Go check them out today at built.com. Promo code lot 15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com. Promo code lot 15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter. At Lockdown Royals, follow the show on Twitter. On Twitter, follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And let's continue to talk about this this MLB lockout because we're gonna have a lot of podcasts coming out. You know, here in a couple of days, in the next few hours, this podcast talking about where the CBA is at right now. The next podcast you're gonna hear is it's gonna be about the MLB draft lottery and the Universal DH. We'll have a season preview episode on Friday on YouTube that we're gonna start up and of what options the Royals have to improve their team. We're going to have a best moments podcast from last season. And if anything significant happens at today's lockout meetings, labor negotiation meetings in Orlando at noon on Thursday, we'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about that as well. And for baseball, something better happen today at noon. At some point today, we better hear the lockouts over. We're getting really, really close to an end. There has to be a breakthrough point today or else you're going to miss games. And again, it doesn't benefit either side to only miss a week or two weeks. You should miss a month, two months, months at a time if you're going to miss games. Neither side should back down after a week or two weeks because that would then render everything you did useless. Absolutely useless. But why is... February 17th, so important. Today was the day that pitchers and catchers were supposed to report. Uh, you know, the kind of the last wave, of course, they go in waves where, you know, throughout this week you'd have seen different report dates for different teams and different caliber of players. But nonetheless, 
Today, everybody should be in spring training. You should be getting videos from Surprise Arizona of the mitt popping with the Royals pitching staff and things like that. Salvador Perez click clacking around on the concrete with his cleats as the star player, the catcher, the backstop, the everything to this Royals franchise. You should be getting all those fun-loving, sunny videos from sunny Surprise Arizona with the high sky and the hard ground and the day games after night games and everything else that goes with Surprise Arizona. You should be having that right now, filling your timeline on Twitter, on social media, in the newspaper, on the radio, in your podcast feed. And the reason why today is such a big deal is because if they come to an agreement today, that's a big if, if they do, it's not like Friday comes report day for spring training because half the top 10 list of free agents is still unsigned. Not to mention those guys who have to wait for the dominoes to fall. Think about transactions in sports, especially baseball. The fringe guys or the mediocre guys or even the just simply above average guys who aren't stars and all-stars, they're waiting on, folks, they're waiting on the outcome of the top 10 free agents. They're waiting on the outcome of guys like Carlos Correa, of guys like Freddie Freeman, of guys who can change organizations, who can change the outcome of the sport itself. Still on the market right now, you have Carlos Correa, Carlos Rendon, Freddie Freeman, Nick Castellanos, Chris Bryant, Trevor Story, Clayton Kershaw, Kyle Schwarber, Nelson Cruz, Matt Harvey, Danny Duffy, Anthony Rizzo, Tommy Pham. And while those names start to peter out, you can't get the Chris Bryant, Trevor Story, Kyle Schwarber, Danny Duffy, until you get past Carlos Rondon, Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman, Castellanos. It's a game of dominoes, and the dominoes have to fall in front of them. So it'll be a slog. It'll be a slugfest. And each side will think that they have more leverage over the other. So you have to at least have like a two-week buffer period to allow free agency and trades to go through. Because it's not just free agency. I mean, Matt Olson's a guy who's clearly available. The A's have clearly made Matt Olson available in trades. And a team who misses out on Matt Olson will think differently of Anthony Rizzo. And that changes free agency. They've also made you know Chris Bassett available. John Mania available. These pitchers in Oakland who, again, could impact if you want to sign an aging Clayton Kershaw, if you want to sign a Danny Duffy, if you want to sign a Johnny Cueto. So you've got a lot of tweak period to kind of try to organically end the offseason. Of course, nothing about this lockout will be organic, but try to organically end the offseason and bridge the gap into spring training. So even if they come to agreement on February 17th, spring training is delayed by two weeks. And players are going to fight to have a normal spring training. To where two weeks from the 17th, you're looking at March the 3rd at best, and that will be pitchers and catchers report. Maybe you can give it something to report everybody, because because most of the time, everyone reports at the same time. They just call it pitchers and catchers reporting, because technically speaking, the position players don't have to be there for a couple of days. But maybe you convince everybody to report at the same time. 
You had to give them another week, probably, to just be on the be on them lonesomes. So that takes you to March 10th to start games. They're going to want to play three or four weeks of games. That's the 10th, 17th, 24th, all games, all the time. Split squad, double headers, get your work in. All to rush and get ready for the 31st, which should be opening day. That is really cutting it. It's really cutting it, even if there's a deal today. And so that's why it feels right now like you're going to miss a lot of baseball. Because it doesn't behoove anybody to miss just one day or one or one week or two weeks. But we'll see. Today is a big, big day. A big day. Now I want to talk about what Jeff Passon did say on Twitter coming up and why maybe that timeline could be altered a bit in terms of the offseason and free agency and all that's in store to open the floodgates around baseball once this lockout ends. But today's show is brought to you by betonline.net. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam from pro and college hoops for the latest odds, totals, play performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Betonline.net is then one spot for all sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, news this season. It's not just basketball, it's baseball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right up to Olympic coverage and odds and info at betonline.net. So head to the website today or even use your mobile device and start today to learn more about trends, the action, where to bet, how to bet, who to bet on, and what the odds are. BetOnline, where the game starts. Check them out today, BetOnline.net. Net. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on LockdownPodcast.org. It's your teams. It's every day, except in the offseason, three days a week. And we're going to have some bonus podcasts this weekend, though, uh, to try to get you in the right baseball mindset. Because hopefully, we'll see baseball return in a couple of days, or hopefully today, at the meetings. So, Jeff Passan. The kingmaker, the tastemaker, the legend from Kansas City, the the woes of baseball, the baseball just aficionado and newsbreaker and lead source for everything involved, had some tweets today that were very interesting. One of them that caught my mind was he tweets 13 hours ago, infielder, outfielder, shed long, is in agreement with the Baltimore Orioles on a minor league deal. And again, minor league deals can happen because the minor league season is not affected by the lockout, because minor leaguers are not included in the MOBPA association. He follows up that tweet with, I'd do a lot more of these tweets if the lockout ended. And that could be a harmless tweet to just get interaction and have some fun in the sense of, hey, he is the king of baseball reporting. He is the best of the best. And of course, he's going to get the scoop on Carlos Correa. Of course. He's going to get the scoop on a Matt Olson trade. Of course. He'll get a scoop on Trevor's story. But he also is the biggest newsbreaker in the world, so maybe he knows that behind closed doors, teams are doing things they shouldn't be doing, and they're hammering out some negotiations with agents behind the scenes. To where maybe the reason why we're pushing the envelope here is that the second pass and tweets lock out over, within a second of that, your phone's going to buzz again, and he's going to say, Matt Olson dealt to the Rangers for three prospects. Because maybe the floodgates have already opened. 
And so maybe spring training can start earlier than two weeks out from whenever it is the lockout ends because free agency will have already had that domino effect. And we've seen players wait until free agency to sign deals like Bryce Harper and others as well. I thought that was interesting. And then the other interesting point of news that he had was about Juan Soto, one of the best players in all of baseball, one of the best outfielders in all of baseball. And apparently he turned on a 13 year deal worth $350 million to the Washington Nationals before the lockout. I don't blame him for not wanting to lock himself in, especially without knowing the ins and outs of the new CBA. And he's seeking about a $500 million deal. And it sounds like he's kind of modeling this after Patrick Mahomes' deal, of course, which he, he of course, made $503 million as well. And I wonder if a guy like Juan Soto if players like Juan Soto might fall into something that we saw happen in basketball recently, a couple of years ago, and a trend we saw with the Heatles and things like that, where these guys, they just sign one-year deal, one year deals. Now, they're not technically one-year deals. The big term in basketball is one plus one, where you sign the one-year deal where you're locked in to go there, and they have a player option for the next year. And it just is kind of how you keep your flexibility. To where, for example, a star like Juan Soto could get to the end of the line in Washington and say, you know, I like Washington as an organization, but we're not winning right now, and I want to go win. So I'll give you one more year. I won't give you 10. I won't give you 13. I won't give you 15. I won't give you 20. I'll give you one. Put me in the right direction. I'll opt into the next year. And so on and so forth. And that even works for, for players on winning teams. You know, I've had some issues with things that have happened in this organization to me, but we're winning a lot of games. So I want to stay here but on my terms, with no guarantee I'll be here long-term in this organization. I, I do wonder if we start to see that trend, where it's all about annual value per year, and it's a year-to-year deal, while that can definitely hurt you with injuries and with natural, just bad years that come with baseball. I think that baseball, it's the hardest sport to play and the hardest sport to duplicate success, but uh, it would be interesting for guys at the, at the 1%, like Juan Soto is, to just sign huge one-year deals, or one-plus-one deals, and be able to control your fate for your entire career. And at that point, you'd really be able to just kind of demand you're on a contender every single year. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how the landscape of baseball changes with this CBA agreement and this negotiation. We'll see if they even come to an agreement. We will play baseball this year. It's just a matter of when. So until tomorrow, whenever we have our first season preview for the Royals, be good and be good to one another.